The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brand you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey, and today we're going to hear about the first complete rebrand of Chicken of the Sea in more than 20 years. Joining us is John Nunziata, who is the founder and chief creative officer at Little Big Brands, which is one of the most well-respected, award-winning, independent brand development and design agencies in the U.S. They blend methods of magic to bring new brands and innovations to the world to reinvent existing ones. All right, today, John and I are going to discuss rebranding Chicken of the Sea. All right, here's my conversation with John, the founder and creative officer at Little Big Brands. All right, brother, what's going on? Chicken of the sea. Like, I'm excited to dive into this one. <laughs> hey, Scott, thanks for having me. Always happy to, to talk about a legacy brand like this one. Absolutely. So maybe just give our audience a little background on you, your agency, maybe other brands you've worked with, and then we'll, we'll dive into Chicken of the Sea. Yeah, yeah. Little Big Brands, as a, uh, we're a 30-person agency in New York, built on a really strong foundation of branding, package design, Logo identity, which essentially just has evolved tremendously over the years, working with uh, the agency started out with myself and a laptop in a bedroom. And the cool thing was, is that uh, I left, when I left my agency, I had three amazing clients come with me, which was great and had no conflicts with my boss. He's, he's actually, actually a mentor of mine today. So that was real cool. I, I got, uh, felt real lucky. Yeah. There's a right. Way and a wrong way to leave an agency. So I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> I tried to do it the right way. That's awesome. So, okay. So, and you specialize really kind of in, in like the branding space and the visual design space. Yep. The core, a lot of a core foundation are, are branding big brands and small brands. We work with entrepreneurial brands like a Little Spoon, Baby Food. We've actually helped create that from scratch with founders and we were with them for many, many years and have grown that over the past decade to a lot of really big clients like well-known household names, household products that we use, pharma, personal care, and then a really large chunk of mid-level clients with amazing portfolios, deep portfolios, fantastic brands. And over the years, we just became really well-known in that part of the industry where we were a place that's really easy to work with. You could bring your brand or portfolio to of brands with us, and we would help resurrect that and, and work through on each one, one at a time with our with our clients. Love it. All right, so 
man, chicken and see, how do you, I mean, I'm, I'm a big tuna fish fan. I'm, I'm kind of weird, like, especially like I'm kind of like a health, like workout junkie. So very familiar with the brand. And then of course, I mean, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention one of the greatest movies of all time when they were branding, was it Schooner Tuna? I don't remember the <laughs> Mr. Mom movie. Oh, what was that, that movie? That, and she worked in advertising, if you remember, and he stayed home. What was I, know what you, I know what you're talking about. I know I cannot recall it, but yeah, you're, you're close. You're there. I'm something there. It's like Schooner Tuna. And she yeah. came up and like, all these guys were like, smoking in this room. They're trying to come up with <laughs> yeah. campaign for Schooner Tuna. So I don't know. There's, I think I, I saw a post the other day. It was like 10 of the greatest advertising movies of all time. Anyway, and that was on there. I was like, oh, I love that. I think it was called Mr. Mom. How do you, uh, so I love CPG. There's some great CPG markers out there. So how the hell do you rebrand such a legacy brand? What did you do? How did you do it? How did it work? Take us through the brief. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So Chicken of the Sea approached us. I have a wealth of knowledge and history in working with a lot of big global brands over the years. Working, I had worked on the redesign of the Burger King back in the day and globally and the different language versions of them and and then and all of the nuance that it, that's involved with that. So I have a lot of experience in that area. What, what was your agency before? Where did you, what agency you come from? You come from FCB? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had little big brands for 22 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 22 years ago, I was with a, an agency, uh, which was Sterling Group, uh, which became part of Omnicom. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when I actually worked on the uh, on the Burger King brand along with a great team and an awesome creative director, and uh, it's still surviving out there. They're they're kind of going back to like a retro look, but I'm I'm feeling good. The rollout's real slow. I like because I, I just saw they were closing 200 stores the other day, which is crazy to me. And then I did see a chance to see White and Kennedy present their McDonald's work from last year, which was pretty outstanding. Yeah, I like the work. I did actually like like illustration and the typography. I didn't love that when they did the rollback on Vintage logo. I know a few brands have done that. I think they could have evolved a little bit differently, but that's a whole other backstory, you know? I think the main takeaway I had on, on the Widen work was how really they have this whole point of view around fandom, which I think is really interesting, and empowering brand fans to be more involved in the creative, in the expression of creative, especially in social channels. And then, of course, the meals with A-list celebrities like Travis Scott was was a hit. So uh, I know we could go off on a tangent on that, but I don't know why. Totally. Yeah, so Chicken of the Sea, it's over the years, uh, I've became pretty well-known working with a lot of female-empowered brands, had built at one time, you know, a Summer's Eve, which is a, a tough one to do. And so I was really comfortable in this space. It had a logo component. It had a character, 77-year-old 70, know, female character. That's evolved throughout the years. Package branding. And then I can talk about what else, you know, we've been doing for the brand. But typically on a project like this, which is great, we had the opportunity to do some strategic positioning. So we learned a lot about the brand we learned about positioning the brand, repositioning the brand. Uh, again, like I said, it's a legacy brand that appeals to a really wide demographic. It has a 99% household penetration, which means everybody knows Chicken of the Sea. 90, I've never even heard of a number. So 99% household That's insane. 99. I mean, you can't ask someone if they know Chicken of the Sea and have someone say no. That's insane. They just do. 
What, what is the biggest insight from a consumer standpoint for a legacy brand like that that has 99% penetration that is obviously a really wide demographic? Was there was there a learning of consumer insights before the rollout? And what were maybe some of those that stick out? Yeah, we had some good consumer insights from our client. We had some, I mean, honestly, it's a it's an interesting time in that a product like Chicken of the Sea, which by the way, really weird name, right? Chicken of the Sea, but it's a tuna brand. I know, it is weird. And female mascot. But again, you know, an amazing history. People are really, like you had said, they're looking for ways to, to eat healthy yeah. and be happy. And tuna in many cases can become a staple emergency food where people have it, they can afford it. It's a very healthy product and it's extremely versatile. What we really found is that people love the brand, they love the product, they trust the brand, but maybe don't know how to use it as well. There's lots of really amazing recipes, ways you can use the product outside of just putting it on top of a salad, right? So that was a really great insight that we're working through with the client through some ads, a lot of recipe work. I encourage people to follow the brand because it really helps moms, single moms, families get to a healthier place, feed your family on a budget in a way that you don't have to spend a huge amount of time in the kitchen, right? Preparing food or ordering fast food. So, so that's really one amazing trigger for the brand that that we tried to help enforce. Did the product of the kind of snackables come out of some of that work? That's one of my mm-hmm. like where you can just rip it open. You have the mayonnaise and the crackers, whatever was that. The snackables and the and the pouches. Pouches yeah. are are tremendous. Yeah, absolutely. Hoping to do do more of that on the move. Packet snacking. I myself have gone gluten gluten free, so I'm all into it. You know, I actually want some of those more gluten free options. You know, <laughs> do you think the role of marketing is more is as much now on the product side more so than before? Like, is it marketing job, especially at a large CPG company? Is it their job for products? Yes, I think creating products that the consumer truly needs is most important. I mean, look, a can a, a can can be cumbersome, right? It's a product, they're in a can. It's been canned for a long time. But moving into pouches, snackables, more accessible, easy to use and approachable forms uh, is absolutely the future. You can see uh, some of the other brands moving there. Chicken of the Sea, I know, looks forward to being a leader in the category. And you know, through some of the new strategic initiatives, I think you're going to see more of that roll out, as well as you know the work we've done for the brand. So when you really think about the product, we have the core core part of this product is a can that's two and a half inches wide by an inch and a quarter tall. It's tiny. It's tiny, right? And in many cases, they're stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit lower on a shelf. The lighting isn't great. And they tend to get handled a lot. You know, what you mm-hmm. a consumer comes in, grabs one or two, they get pushed back into the dark, they get rotated. It's really hard to see. So that's something when we approach the branding, like how can we make this more visible? more visibly appealing, more beautiful, more shoppable for the consumer. So one of the things that we approached as we were working on the identity and Catalina is how can we make the packaging more shoppable? So what did you guys do? And did you change the logo? Yeah, so we evolved the logo, Mark. It had been, and look, I'm sure it was designed at a time when it was was strategically perfect. It was on point for that, that time. The brand hasn't been 
redesigned in about 20 years. It was approached, I think, in 2003-ish. It didn't do, didn't do great, and they remain the same. So what we did was a label cleanup, for sure. So the logo we developed and designed to be stackable, which allowed us to increase the real estate and the size of that mark. So we simplified the mark. We maintained the brand equity of the mark, but we moved it forward in a very smart, and I wouldn't say conservative. I think it, it is actually, a, we pride ourselves on moving big brands to a place where people are comfortable. There's brand recognition and it's enough where the consumer feels the change, but there isn't uh, you know, a huge backlash on it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Where's my uh, Where's my Tropicana, right? No, yeah, that. Where's my? You don't want a new Coke example. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need that. So logo update for sure, really clean. Redrew all of the letter forms. We pulled Catalina. Catalina is the our mermaid out from the sap, center of the logo mark. She was really just kind of like a bug on there. Yeah, you mentioned the female logo. I've never even remember seeing that. So that's interesting. Yeah, so she's evolved. She's a. Uh, she's been I think seventy to seventy six years. has always been a mermaid in a sitting position. She's evolved throughout the years with illustration styles and consumers over the years. She moved to a place a few years back where I didn't particularly love the interpretation of the female character and her posture. I thought that she was a little bit submissive in her form. Some of the things that we addressed when we illustrating her is we made her a little more body neutral. So she's just more curves and more, more places. Uh, we gave her more lean muscle. We fixed her posture and made her more upright and more proud across her shoulders and chest. We still kept her face. You know, her face has evolved like any brand character, whether you're a Jolly Green Giant or, you know, Mr. Clean over the years. She's still evolved. She's still very much her, but we made her more relevant. She's really beautiful and approachable. Her hair, skin tone, color. It's all, for the most part, evolved in a really nice way. And we moved her to the left side of the logo. So we were able to really dial her up in, in real estate and make her more printable as well. That's crazy. I love that. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're kind of close to time. I have you back. So if there's anything else we want to kind of clean up on, you're going to see, we can do that. But I want to bring you back. And we're going to talk about cleaning angel soft image. And so I wanted that, man, how you describe like such intricate details of logo and package design, I think is, I think I want to dive more into that. And maybe some best practices around that. So, all right, we're going to wrap up the Rebrand Podcast. Big thanks to John Nunziato, founder and chief creative officer at Little Big Brands. Big thanks for joining us. And part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, John and I are going to discuss cleaning AngelSoft's image. Can't wait till the next episode. If you want to learn more about John, you can find his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website at littlebigbrands.com. Just uh, one other link I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes, you guys know the deal. Rebrandpod.com has all the stuff you need. Guest info, notes, episodes, everything's there. Newsletter, blah, 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 blah. Got a bunch of stuff there. You can find me on all the social channels, which is at Scott Harkey. Put a lot of content on, especially Instagram and LinkedIn, but I'm on everything else, Twitter, TikTok, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We have Rebrandpod, harder to find. We're not putting a ton of contact on Rebrandpod channels yet, but uh, it's there. Um, the biggest thing is you can subscribe. Like I said on other episodes, you guys know we're close to 5,000 marketing professionals that literally subscribe and follow us every week. And we're building audience. There's probably, I would say, 10 days a month where we're cracking top 100 all-time business podcasts across the world, which is pretty freaking cool on Apple. And then at other times uh, in, in marketing, we're 
definitely top 10. So that's a kudos to you guys. Thanks for the support. Let me know where I suck. Let me know where we're doing a good job. We want to put out good content from great marketers, whether agency or brand side. I don't care. But I want to talk about real shit and I want to talk about great campaigns and I want to make sure we're trying to get better every day. So that's it for today. But remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 